0: Welcome back Coffee and Combo listeners, this is your host, Liz Bullard, and this is my podcast where I talk about wellness, politics, and activism with friends, leaders in the community, and other great conversationalists. And this episode is a very interesting episode and kind of tying back into some previous conversations about entrepreneurship, because I have John here from Custom Apps, and he's going to tell us about apps, his company, and I'm very interested because I'm not a techie person. So welcome, John. Hi,
1: Liz. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I hope this conversation, uh, you help educate me a little bit about apps and, and kind of take away some of those tech fears. And I hope everyone listening is really inspired to kind of open up their mind and say, wow, I can have an app. And so Again, welcome to the combos, and tell us, are you a coffee or a tea person? What's like your favorite cup?
1: Uh, I'm a coffee person, but I do drink lots of tea also because I don't want to drink too much coffee. So I use tea as like my, I don't know, uh, substitute. I start with tea during the day and then I'll have a cup of coffee around lunchtime just to give me that boost of energy for the rest of the afternoon. But I definitely prefer the taste of coffee over tea. (laughs)
0: so it sounds like you kind of try to have a balance would you say like you're like a balanced person a little bit of this a little bit of that
1: i think so yeah i think balance is really important you don't want to get too far over on one side to get too uh invested in in one thing so yeah balance i think is really crucial for having a good life Mm. mentally physically professionally so yeah
0: absolutely like because, like, when you think about people, we're so like multifaceted. We have like so many different things that we're trying to do. But I feel like we get overwhelmed when we are not being balanced. When we're not like evenly distributing our time between everything. Yeah, but I like that.
1: That is true. Yeah, I mean, I think for men especially, work tends to be uh, really important and can really mm-hmm. take over if we're not careful about it. So yeah, I think for me, balancing work and family time and other things like exercise Mm. is really important. Try to keep that balance.
0: Absolutely. And I can imagine that's really hard, um, especially as you are building a business. So please tell us a little bit about custom apps and, you know, how did you get started? How, how did you say like, you know what, I'm going to get into this app making business.
1: It's a long story. And, um, the company the company is called Pod Squad actually. And that's kind of a hangover from when I first started, like three years ago. I started a company called Pod Squad. And the idea there was we were gonna make a mobile app, a social podcast app. So I love podcasts. I'm sure you love listening to podcasts too. And back then, even now, there really isn't a great way to be listening and then I wanna share this clip or I wanna share this. Sure. I want to talk to the show. Like I want to interact with the host right now and then get, get back to what I was doing because I don't listen when I'm just sitting here uh, doing nothing. I'm listening while I'm running or I'm doing the chores or I'm like, I'm out and about. So I can't stop and go looking for this show on Twitter to find a tweet and a reply. It's just too much effort, too much friction. So the idea was let me make a podcast app where listeners could engage the show right from the listening experience itself do what they got to do and then get back to what they were doing and continue listening Um, that was three years ago Um, i've always wanted to be an entrepreneur i've always wanted to build my own products and so i took the leap uh, took the risk i thought i had a good idea you know it was a need that i had i figured lots of other people had a similar need i did a little bit of product validation and felt i had enough Validation to take the risk, so I looked for an agency to help me build the app. Mm-hmm. Found one, um, started building it, and in a long story short, it took over a year to build something functional, but it wasn't anywhere near production ready. It wasn't ready for the world, and I spent, I want to say, close to a hundred thousand dollars of borrowed money, of lent, of mm-hmm. uh, uh, money gifted to me by friends and family who have invested. It was a lot of money, uh, and in the end, I had nothing really much to show for it. Um, yeah, so that was a big learning experience. And
0: <laughs> I could imagine.
1: Around uh, COVID, or like um, maybe February of last year, I realized, you know, this is not going to work. Um, I've seen other social podcast apps come to the market and and just flounder and disappear, like they've come and gone over the years. And I thought, I'm just making another social podcast app. That's just, it's going to be launched and it's not going to work. It's it's not going to work as a product. It won't work as a business. So I came to a crossroads last year and I thought, how do I pivot this to something that might work okay. as a business? Because I needed to start generating income. Like I needed to start, this thing had to start making revenue. I didn't have any um, like, whatever venture backing or mm-hmm. investors to let me continue experimenting forever. Um, it was just, I was bootstrapping this thing on our own. So I thought, well, we had this technology, we've built our own app for the most part, we've inherited this code base from the agency. And by that time I'd found a technical co-founder who was helping me continue to build the app and fix the bugs and all that. And I thought, well, um, maybe other podcasters would want their own apps. You know, mm-hmm. it took me this much effort and time and money to build my own app. Like what if a podcaster had the chance to have their own app at an affordable price, like a website, you can get a website up and running in a couple of hours for 10 bucks a month. It's very affordable for everyone now. And if you're a business, you're going to have a website. Well, maybe um, maybe now you can have a mobile app and we can make that affordable. So that was the beginning of the idea. We experimented right. with the idea. I got like a landing page up and reached out to the podcasters that we were talking to to see if they'd be interested in being beta testers. And again, it took many, many months to test the idea, to try to figure out um, the technology to make it work, um, to build like these templates so that we can spin up mobile apps much more quickly and affordably for us and for everyone else. So January of this year, we kind of relaunched the business as custommobile.app that's our website very descriptive didn't want to go nebulous like pod squad what the heck is pod squad <laughs> very plainly this is what we do we make custom mobile apps so our website is custommobile.app and if you go there you'll see um, we have close to 50 clients now customers podcasters content creators who are trying to build content businesses around their uh, their shows And uh, the mobile app is theirs. It's just like their website. It's where they can invite listeners to come download their app and then engage the show more deeply and um, access more content, sometimes exclusive content that they offer only through the app to try to get more listeners onto their app. And the business value for the content creator is they have a direct link now to their listeners. They know who they Mm -hmm. are. They can communicate to them whenever they want to.
0: Kind of gets rid of like... The mail list, the website, like all those other platforms and line, streamlines, streamlines well, it.
1: Those are very good too. Like the, the mailing list, I think is just as valuable. The website, those are all yours. What it does better um, than, it's better than having your content just going out through Spotify or right. Apple Podcasts or Google Podcast app or wherever people are listening to podcasts. That's just the content. But if you can get them to come to your website or to your app or get them to sign up to your newsletter, now they're your relationships. You own those relationships mm. and you can nurture them. And I think that's the huge value of having them on your platform is you can nurture those relationships and friendships and move them along. We call it like the sales funnel in business, but move them down the sales funnel toward becoming a financial supporter or even a customer. And so some of our clients are coaches, they've got courses. They've got books that they want to sell along with their content and that's the purpose and the benefit of having like a mobile app you can be you can have like the front door to your shop um right in the phones like right in the pockets of your potential listeners or your potential customers who are your listeners and your what your viewers and followers that's wow. how i try to explain the value of having your own mobile app and now it's affordable um our plans start at 25 dollars a month um yeah, so for that plan, you can have a mobile app branded for your show on the App Store and Google Play. And
0: uh, does that include the building of it? Mm-hmm. Is that ka- no? Yeah,
1: we build you a branded mobile app on the App Store, at, and that's the rate. And we use Patreon, so you would sign up on our Patreon as a supporter of the business, and at that level, uh, yeah, you get your own app for your show.
0: That makes it, that helps put it in perspective because again, like as a podcaster, like sometimes you're doing this for fun. You're trying to kind of like figure out how do I monetize? How do I do all these different things? And that's affordable enough to kind of create an app, create that, again, that, that community of your people Um, versus being under the restrictions of just say YouTube, Instagram, all these different platforms, it kind of like, you're the boss and this is your content and you can be creative with your own content.
1: That's right. Yeah. A lot of times content creators aren't just like, you know, locked into one format. Right. They're not just doing a podcast. They've got a YouTube channel. They've got a blog. Mm -hmm. Um, they've got other content scattered across the internet sometimes you want to pull that all together in one place whether it's your website but also your mobile app so it's easy for your your listeners to also become readers and watchers and they get you know pulled further along into the community and like you said ultimately converted into becoming a patron or a customer
0: i like that and i and kind of circling back to your story because i think sometimes when people think of businesses it's like oh this is it's the straight line you know it's going to be simple but there was a lot of ups and downs and you had to pivot and i think that also shows people that sometimes you have to be willing to be flexible with your dream with your business and say okay what's going to work
1: oh yeah yeah i mean i wouldn't trade the learning experience for anything Mm. Um, I'm going to climb my way out of this (laughs) financial debt that I'm in. It's going to work eventually, but the learning has been invaluable. And like you said, like I discovered interests I didn't know when I first started. Like Mm. at first I was like, I thought, um, I wanted to build software products that I thought was the passion and it still is. I, I love software. I have a day job. My day job is as a software product manager. Um, and so I'm going to keep doing that until I can pay the bills with my side project. But what I learned throughout the process was I really love business also. I love just the process mm-hmm. of building a business. And so this is the first business I'm going to build, but the next business may or may not be a software business. It may, and right now I'm running an agency, which is again, a pivot from the pure software company. I started out right. With. And then I may just open another service business um, next. And that's the dream, right? To build this up, kind of get it sustainable, and then start another business. And I think my plan forward is I'll start a service business, and as I'm serving people, I'm going to see things. I'm going to see opportunities. I'm going to see pain points that my customers have, and that will show me maybe a software product could solve that problem better than anything else. So that's the way I want to move forward, and and those learnings I wouldn't have gotten without having gone through the painful process of making these mistakes.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love how you put perspective on, um, those painful moments of just like sometimes feeling lost, but you know, going through those hard moments, you get to learn what you're made out of. You get to know and find all those other passions. And again, I like that word you used invaluable. It's an invaluable experience. There's
1: like life you never stop learning. You never stop learning. And I think you can learn a lot of different ways. But for me, um, I learned you you can't learn how to start and build a business without actually doing it and doing it badly. And th- that's a lesson I've learned throughout this whole thing. It's like, you, for me, the only way to learn anything is to just do it and do it badly and be okay with doing it badly again and again and again until you feel more and more comfortable with it. Um, so that's been a great lesson. Just to jump into things. Don't have crazy expectations about your performance. Just focus on getting in the practice, just doing it badly and being okay with doing it badly. because um, eventually you will get better at it just through the repetition of it, and if you don't give up.
0: I, I love that how you said, don't be afraid to do it badly and don't have crazy expectations because i again whether you're a content creator whether you're you know graduating high school graduating college i think those expectations of those, those high expectations really make it hard sometimes it's not the experience but it's what we thought the experience would be and it not our lived experience not measuring up to That's it
1: right. yeah a lot of the expectations that i think we have and we don't even realize it uh, but I think especially young people also, it comes from the media, right? It comes from what we're consuming um, on social media, even like the articles and the stories that we hear and listen to, they shape our expectations. And what something about real life is real life will correct you um, as you live it. And as you try to do things, uh, your expectations are going to get more and more realistic. And so, um so yeah, just to be mindful that uh, we may have unrealistic expectations going into certain things and um, just maybe to be open-minded and humble enough mm. to learn that, yeah, <laughs> success comes Absolutely. for the most part, uh, it's a long-term investment and a long-term process to learn and get good wow. at anything, to become a master at anything. It takes time and practice, diligence, a lot of discipline.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so kind of talking a little bit more about the app process. What if you're a person like me, who's not super techie, is it hard to manage the app? So what does that look like? Once the app is built, and yeah. the person has to manage their content and all of that.
1: So I think that's a great model um, that we're following. It's it's called the SAS model software as a service. So we're familiar with it because um, my website is built on WordPress and it's hosted Mm -hmm. on a company called Bluehost. So Mm -hmm. I pay them a flat fee each month and it's their responsibility to maintain it, make sure it's running smoothly, all the bugs are fixed, security gaps are closed. So they maintain it for me and I've got an easy way to go in there and update my content and I can publish whenever I want to. That's the same model we use. So we maintain your apps as part of that subscription and we have an admin portal that you would log into, and you can update any of the content you want whenever you want, and publish in near real time those updates to any downloaded apps that are out there. So that's that's how we uh, that's the model we follow. It's uh, a service model uh, and a subscription model.
0: I like that. And again, it takes that fear out of like, what if I don't know what I'm doing? I've never had an app before. You're not alone. You have someone there that's kind of like partnered. Like when you're paying this fee, it's almost like you're partnering together to build your content. Exactly. Build your yeah.
1: We're the platform. We'd be your tech team. If you have any questions about um, any of the features inside your app and um, how to customize it going forward. But again, it's like a living thing. Um, you can always evolve it as your show and as your business evolves. The great thing about being a part of a subscription is it can change with you as your business grows. You mm. can add features to it, remove other things. If it's not working, you can experiment with it. Um, and it's an affordable rate. It's not like what I did, um, hired an agency, built something, and there it is. It's in my lap, and it's on me to maintain it going forward, Right. keep investing in it, improving um, the features. All that is is kind of part of the subscription
0: model. I love that. And so I know you talked a little bit about the future, but... If you had a crystal ball and you can describe what you want your business to look like in the next couple of years, like what would it look like?
1: Yeah. Um, I'd be doing zero marketing because right now I'm reaching out <laughs> to individuals. I, I don't have a marketing budget. So I reached out to you individually and other products mm-hmm. individually. Just trying to get quick calls to let them know what we're doing. Um, I hope in six months, our clients are telling their peers And their peers are finding out about um, my clients' apps through their shows. And by word of mouth, people are just coming and hearing about us and signing up that way. That would be like an amazing place to be. Um, And then, yeah, as the clientele keeps growing and the, the service needs increase, I'd love to hire someone to help me. Right now it's just myself and my tech partner. But, yeah, I'd love to hire more help. Um, someone to help with the onboarding, customer service, keeping our clients happy and um, experimenting with their apps and helping the, helping our clients grow their shows while utilizing the app in, in kind of a broader marketing strategy. Those are all kind of you know, future hopes and dreams. We'll see if they happen, but yeah, working toward them.
0: Well, I believe they will. Like, um, it's, Again, I love the accessibility aspect. I love that. You know, you're just like, hey, like, I'm just going to call people and reach out to podcasters and that's kind of like my next question is, is this just limited to podcasters? If someone's out there and they're like, well, I'm just a small business owner or I'm a writer Mm -hmm. or whoever, I mean, is this also for them? It
1: is. It really is. Right now, the website is just focused on podcasters because I feel Mm -hmm. like if you're going to start out... In the business, you want to really be focused and target a specific customer. So the website is focused toward podcasters, but really, we're building small business apps. And any small business, whether you're on Main Street, if you've got like a clothing shop or even a restaurant, now you can afford to have your mobile app. And I, I feel like eventually they'll learn, uh, small business people will learn that having a mobile app and offering it to their clients, whether in person Even if you're an author, you're still a business person. Um, You're selling your books, and I'm sure you have other content in addition to your books that you're trying to get out into the world. So having a mobile app now is affordable and it's accessible to everyone, not just businesses with uh, a budget to hire an agency or, or build a development team to build a mobile app for them. Any individual content creator, any individual entrepreneur can have their own branded app And they can use that as another marketing channel, just like the big businesses do.
0: Absolutely. And I I like how you compared it to big businesses, because I think for a long time, small business, the question has been, how do you compete with these bigger companies, with these bigger budgets? And again, now you can kind of, and especially in this time of COVID, where everything has went digital, um, create a space where you can interact with your customer, with your consumer, and do it in a way that's affordable and helps you to stay um, on target with those bigger agencies.
1: Yeah, I mean every big company has an app. If you if you go to you know any big box store, Target's got their own app. I'm sure Walmart's got their own app. Every big brand is going to have their own app because they know the the value of having um, owning that mobile channel. Having their customers, even some of them, download the app. That's another marketing channel for them that they have complete control over. That's now affordable for everyone. It's just about getting the word out so they know about it. But you can have your own mobile app, too, and you can have your customers download it. And just like an email list, but much more interactive and engaging, you can have your own mobile app for them to download and keep in their pockets so you can stay connected.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Don, before I ask you my last question, um what do you want to leave the people with if you had to leave them with one more thing that they should know about you or the business what would you like to leave them with
1: well um we are a small business again it's just me and one other person my tech founder if you support us and um join us you'll be dealing with me directly i'm the one talking to you through patreon i'm the one onboarding you building your draft app and and um yeah keeping you happy going forward. So. If you want to be a part of our small project, our small business from the beginning, now's a great time to come join us. And if you come through, Liz, your show, if they mention you, they'll get their first month free so they can try it for absolutely free. Get an app built, um, go into our admin portal, try it out, see it for yourself at no cost. And um, yeah, we'd be happy to have any of your listeners come and join us.
0: So remember, you got to mention coffee and combos when you reach out to John so you can get your first month free. That's how you get this, right? Absolutely. So um, thank you so very much. Um, Listeners, I hope you out there are interested. And again, um, John's information will uh, be in the episode bio on how to connect with him and schedule your um, session to discuss more about creating um, a mobile app. And John, my last question is what's in your cup? And mm-hmm. this is where i ask my listeners and my guests what are three things you're adding to your cup to get you through your day and your week and while you think of your answer i'll give you mine mm-hmm. so i'm going to add confidence i think from listening and talking it, it's really about taking a step of faith and really saying okay like I, i'm going to try this and be okay with not being successful and kind of just the learning experience so having a little bit more confidence Um, to step out. Um, Business savviness, just being more aware of business opportunities and business and how to grow business, more of that entrepreneurial ship. I'm going to add that to my cup. And you know what? I'm going to add nature because it's a really nice day today. So I'm adding a little bit of nature so I have that balance that we talked about. So um, nature, confidence and business savviness is what I'm adding to my cup. Um, John, what about you?
1: Yeah. So I'll just kind of free flow. I like what you started with. Um, I want to say, I want to put humility in my cup. So being okay to look stupid and look bad is it's okay. I just got back from my first kickboxing class. I signed up for a free one week trial, so I'm going to try it out. Mm -hmm. And such an important part of learning is just ignoring what other people, what you think other people are thinking. It just doesn't matter. Okay? Just focus on the learning. Be okay with being a beginner is what I'm telling myself. Because it's all 100%. about the learning. It's all about the learning, yeah. right? It doesn't matter how you look while you're learning. Uh, so that's humility. Uh, I want to say balance. We talked about balance. So yeah, life is more than the one thing that you're really passionate about. I know everyone's got that one thing. Their mind always goes to whenever there's a 10-second break. For me, it used to be my business and it's still Like I love my business. I want to grow it, but make sure that that's not taking over. Make sure it's not eating into your relationships, into your family, into your time for yourself. Being outside, exercising, it's all important. So balance in my cup and then I got to put God in there, right? So every morning I do my quiet time. I have to do it because he's the most important thing. Um, my relationship with him, my friendship with him, and connecting to him every day, understanding how, how how blessed I am, how privileged I am, and to feed that gratitude, exercise the gratitude muscle, so that I'm happy. Um, I think great line I heard a long time ago was, "You can't be unhappy and thankful at the same time." So you can do one thing about you know in that equation, you can focus on being thankful and you'll be happy. So Mm -hmm. gratitude, uh, yeah, in the cup.
0: I I love that. And I think that's a really nice place to end this episode with, um, again, being balanced in remembering to be grateful, right? And so, um John, I'm very excited about your business. I hope that you come and give us an update with Coffee and Combos about how it's big and uh, w- one day it's going to be up there with the big tech companies. No. I um, It's okay <laughs> if it's not.
1: It's okay if it's not. Yeah. As long as it's a little small thing and you know, it's paying for itself. Hey, those are my expectations. I'm not, you know, I'm curbing my expectations. It doesn't have to be the next big thing. It's
0: fine. Mm, again, that balance. It doesn't have to be like anyone else's, but just what you need. It yeah, to be. absolutely. I love it. I love it. Again, John, have a great rest of your day. And thank you for coming on Coffee.